What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, a.k.a. The Grape Admirer. And I'm your $300 per bottle boy, Jordan Canning. This is Sparta! Remember that? <laughs> fuck you. Remember that one? What that the was fuck so is fucking, your problem? That was so epic, dude. Oh my god. I wish I could this? be in, I wish I could be watching 300 right now. Oh my god. Well, this episode, it's a little cute, actually. This is that's such an ominous episode title, dude. I seriously, though, this is season four, episode seven. Cute title. I watch. open, I open, I open freeform.com and it says cute. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it, um, it auto plays it, which is weird. You don't usually get yeah, that audio. Uh, it's just in that demon title. Um, I liked this one more. Uh huh than the last one i i did too i when you were telling me about it i was getting the sense that you didn't like it as much as i did i mean i just don't like the tv show secret life of the american no i don't i don't either let 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 the record show i didn't like this episode like here's the thing if you if you hit me 10 times in the head with a baseball bat and then you slap me in the face with a fish afterwards i'm not gonna be super pleased about the fish slap I'm, i'm i'm gonna be Happier that it wasn't a baseball bat, but I'm still going to be a little bit peeved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do title watch. Oh, yeah, it was, it was uh, you, you got it. They said, you got in one. they said the word of it, yeah. They said the, <laughs> they word, said, they said the was... word cute a couple times this episode, they got it. Fine, Brenda whatever. finally ran out of wall-related content <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to make episodes about or name episodes about. Yeah, there's only so many times you can reference walls and doors. Brenda really wanted to call this episode Wonderwall, but they just couldn't license. They could. They wanted to license like the first ten seconds of the first verse, mm-hmm. but they couldn't afford that, so they they went with cute instead. Yeah. Um. How was the episode? I wrote. Uh, fine. It was fine. It was fine. I mean, let. If this was the first episode of this show that I that we had ever seen, I don't think we'd be saying it was fine. Okay, but it was fine in comparison to last week and the week before and the stillbirth episode. So absolutely, it was. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. I'm this episode scared. had, in my personal opinion, the stupidest thing. Uh, it's up there. It's up there. It's up there. I I was waiting for you to react to it, uh, and you never you never said anything to me about it so i don't well, know if i did do a big laugh in I my did. in my apartment but uh, you can't really trans i can't record that and send it to you but okay. i did laugh very hard you could you i should didn't. call i should have called you on the yes, phone you like should have like i don't a, know why like i always do and then i would have laughed into the phone and then um, with no context <laughs> shall we yeah well, hey, this episode is written by jeffrey rogers and directed by keith trusdell and you know what season it's in Se- four now, color me surprised if they're not doing Anne and George stuff in season four. Well, they are. So well, they are. Be so I'm saying I'm, su- I'm I the shade that I am is the shade of surprise. Oh, is but, it? But what if what if I were to tell you instead of fight Anne and George friend in this one? 
Well, I think kind that of I would have to believe you because I've show. already seen the episode. I guess you're right. But in this one, Anne and George are hanging out, just shooting the shit, talking about when their kids were babies. Oh my kind of God. miraculously ignoring the fact that they have a baby. Who? Yeah, I mean, they mention Roborto, but they're like, man, I miss when our kids were babies. And they, they refuse to acknowledge I miss when we had a baby together. <laughs> That was the, they were like, the happiest we were ever in our lives was when we had a baby. And if Rob only Boruto's, we had one now. <laughs> you see Raborto in the background, uh, riding around Moose on, like, with a cowboy hat on just to impress his parents, and they just won't. <laughs> they're not listening. This is what's weird, though, is George, the episode opens with George, like, returning to Anne's place from, with Moose. He was walking Moose, which means that he drove to Palm Springs yeah, with takes- Moose. He takes moose all the time. He takes I, moose to Palm I guess, Springs. Yeah, I guess he would have to, though, huh? Because nobody else is home. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be hungry. I mean, he can call 911 to feed him, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, dogs love pork. They do love pork. Hey, that's n- nice! This one's not for the cops out there. No, no. <laughs> this is a, a rare, a rare episode a rare, that cops th- won't I was, I was feeling great about cops in every other episode, but this one... Maybe not so much. Yeah. Uh, so Anne's like, oh, George, we can't keep doing this. And he goes, oh, should I go home? And she goes, no, I don't think the viewers would like it's, that. It, it's season four. And what if there was a spark between us? Oh, God. George is like, George says he's mellowed out a lot, um, which is really funny considering just the way he's acted the past few episodes. <laughs> this is I guess they were talking about specifically for this episode. This is what I love, though. I, I barely took any notes on their conversation no. together, because who fucking cares? But <laughs> George, George's like, yeah, it's I'm really I'm really happy and chill. Like, oh, man, I I miss the girls when they were babies. I love babies. And then he remembers that Ashley exists, and he gets really he mad gets immediately. Mad. He's like, I better call her. If they're not working, I'm killing both of them right now. I'm so chill, Anne, right he now. He gets so mad so fast when he remembers that Ashley exists. So we get a very early cool teen moment. Oh, you me. think so? I think Toby is a cool teen in my book because it cuts to to the florida children of ashley and toby oh thank god i do have a cool team well (laughs) one of them is spinning some signs he's doing some tricks he's doing some flips and i respect his effort and ashley on the other hand she's having none of it but to be fair to ashley she is being the more useful one of them because her sign is pointing in the direction of the condos at all times let's be really clear about something though yeah they have been hired as sign spinners, funny. Yeah. For the same business, sure. To yeah, work they're standing on the same standing corner. right fucking next to each other. What if Toby had the sign that said, like, condos this way, and then Ashley had a sign that said, I'm with Toby? Well, that would be really funny, but that's not what happened, unfortunately. I wish that was. I like to, Man, I like cool. to, sometimes I like to pretend in my head that things did happen and in this moment i'm gonna pretend that that's why <laughs> hey funny joke brenda that's pretty good man that would have been funny good job brenda but uh yeah i just love the idea of being like all right this is your corner and then um you can let's see how do we get minimal coverage uh right next to him <laughs> this is how capitalism works you want to waste your resources as much as possible yeah so toby's like let's do the best job we can that is and a Ashley's... really weird voice you're doing can you do that again in toby voice Let's do the best job we can! Did I say sign spinners? I meant chimney sweeps. Yeah, and then Ashley's being Ashley, which, I mean... She's like, she's like, Toby, Gov, don't spin the sign too fast, you'll cause an accident, innit? 
Yeah, um, that's that scene. That's uh, uh, that's the end. So did you did you re- did you realize by the way? Uh, just a, a a callback to our Patreon um, pregnancy packed fan fiction readings where they had all the images of the cast members and we saw a character who we didn't know named Toby holding a sign. It was a picture of him holding a sign. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I do in this moment remember that. Yeah. So shout Ricky out to and Amy. Amy are angrily folding up so the couch much. bed in their living they're room. They're pulling up the couch bed and Ricky's like, I could have done that for you. And they're like, this is such a hassle. If only we, if only we had a bed to sleep in. Why? If that's your bed every <laughs> night, why would you fold it up in why the would morning? Because they have no room otherwise. It's almost as if they should be sleeping not in the living room. It's so stupid. Uh, so Amy's like, hey, where, where, where'd you go the other night when you got mad? Because, well, I'll just spoil it right now. It's been about a week since the last episode. And so it's one of those episodes. Talk about this? Huh? Have they just not talked about this all week? Yes, it's, this is one of those episodes where they go, okay, the cameras are back on. Now let's, let's continue talking let's about what happened with our a week shit. ago. Well, yeah, but Ricky says that uh, he went for a walk and listened to Rolling in the Deep. Yeah. Uh, the only song he can walk to. So Ricky's like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you. He says, you remember Toby's stepsister? And then she says that you slept with? Yes, I remember her. And then he says the <laughs> some very, a very good, a, a goodly written dialogue line. Very goodly written. Of, uh, that was a long time ago, and I didn't sleep with her the second time when I came and picked you up and we went to the golf course. <laughs> that's a real, that's really a Wattpad. Wattpad. <laughs> it's really a Wattpad kind of line. Yeah, uh, so be prepared to watch the movie adaptation of Ab- this any day now. I, speaking of which, real quick, when I was watching this show, I got an advertisement for the film called after that was what i was referencing yes yes so that i i now learned that they make wattpads into major motion pictures sometimes for for anyone who's not aware there was a wattpad fan fiction of one direction called After. it's always one direction i've looked it up now there's a bunch of one direction movies they just changed the name of or maybe it's just this one yes it's it's like it's like 50 shades but instead of being adapted from a fan fiction of a book it's uh what do they call adapted from the real life a real fic a real fic Really bad. Anyway, uh, so real Ricky, bad. Ricky then tells her the truth about what happened with Carlady, and I was I was honestly very relieved because I was like buckling up for a full episode of him being like, no, no, I don't want to talk about it. But he tells no, her he almost it. immediately. Yeah, and uh, she's like, he said he wanted to punch her, and she says, I want to punch her. Yeah. Did he say he wanted to punch her? I'm pretty sure Amy just said that. No, he said, and she's like, why did you go see her? And then he said, because I want to punch her. She's like, oh, oh, because because he said she's like, did you want to sleep with her again? And he said, no, I want to punch her. And then he tells her like what happened. And then she says, well, now I want to punch her. Yeah. And then Ricky says, leave it alone. And then uh, falling in love. And then at school, uh, hey. Amy talks to O'Malley and she says that she feels weird talking to Amy about this, which I don't know. I feel like this kind of involves Amy, too. But whatever. It kind of involves Amy. But also, I think it should be Ricky who's talking about it sure uh, i don't appreciate i think it's kind of look, a weird situation because look, ricky doesn't want, doesn't want to, to talk do anything about, about it even yeah, though yeah that's the thing i think that i think that amy is in the right here because like she saw something wrong happen that she thinks she can do something about and ricky's just for some reason well not for some reason because of you know we live in a society he refuses to talk about it yeah so uh, but anyway so i don't being appreciate really weird though because she's she's acting like she thinks that ricky did try to have sex with her but based on the fact that he's not denying it yeah and then amy's like well he's 
he's not denying it because he thinks that you won't believe him. And O'Malley's just like, eh, I don't yeah, know. And then Amy repeatedly calls uh, Carlady a criminal. No. Yeah, that's what she said. She didn't say another word. She definitely said criminal. Like, no, that pedophile. would be if the show was correct. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Amy be catty. And the thing about Carlady is not that she should be in jail. It's that she's a total skank. A straight up skank. And she says it like four times, like Grace said last episode, where she said, people will think I'm a slut. Yeah, the rule of fours. This show hates women so much. I know, right? And uh, it's, I just, I just says, love the fact that they're like, they're like, this woman preyed upon Ricky and said, if you don't have sex with me, I'm going to tell everyone that you tried to seduce me so you don't get into this college. And Amy's like, wow, what a total, what a total slut this girl is. Yeah, Instead that's like, that's the issue. What a uh, horrible person Carly is. She should go to prison. And then Amy says, "What kind of a name is Carlady? I'll tell you what oh, kind of name it is." Okay, a skank I name. heard. I heard. Apparently, it's K R L E E, but it's actually K R L A D E E. Yeah, and then Carly spelled. Yeah, Carly D. Um, I when she said Carly, what kind of name is Carly? Um, I swear to God, I heard her say car lady both times. It sounds, it really sounds like they're saying car lady every time. I don't know if that's like our, our on our end. No, in it our really brain. sounds like it. Anyway, um, Miss uh, O'Malley but, says, uh, how does Amy know how her name is spelled? Uh, cause, cause Ricky, she's like, Ricky, what happened? And then he holds, holds up a piece of paper and she's like, <laughs> he, oh, hands, okay. he hands her a little piece of paper and she looks at it and goes, oh, <gasps> <gasps> So uh, she knew exactly how it was spelled. Anyway, Miss O'Malley says that um, she shouldn't get involved unless Ricky makes it a matter of, of the school. Yeah, she and says, Amy... I shouldn't get involved in this because it's a personal matter. I would fucking say it's a school matter it's if a one school of your students if went a person... to a college admissions interview and the adult interviewer tried to coerce him into sex. What if other people at the school tried to apply through this same person? I, w- I would say that that is very much a school matter. Hey, can I tell you a fun detail about the end of the scene, and I'll see if maybe you can figure out what what's wrong with it? It's um, Amy gets really mad at Miss O'Malley at the end of the conversation, um, and she's like, thanks for the help, and she walks up and storms out and slams the door on her way out. Can you think of anything that maybe is a little bit strange about that fact? Uh, the fact that we made it through the entire scene and nobody addressed that Carlady's an adult? A, that, but I was going to say the open. fact that- Yeah, the door's open, and that's she slammed it because it was open the whole time she was open talking about- Open door policy, this. we know this. <laughs> Everyone outside could hear Amy being like, Carlady's a skank. And they're like, I don't know who Carlady is. No, they do all know, do. Do you know who they're she like, is? Do you, do you, <laughs> Toby's stepsister? <laughs> do you know who she is, uh, Martha? No, they all, they, all, they all know that she's Toby's yeah, stepsister. Yeah, they all know. Oh, that's Toby's stepsister. So My Ben and Grace are talking, and she's trying to subtly tell him not to have sex with Adrian. Subtly? She tells him not to have sex with Adrian. Well, she she, says those she's words. trying to tell him subtly, but eventually she gives up. Yeah, and then she just says, she's like, she's like, don't act like a husband to her, just don't fuck. And then she says, don't get too comfortable. And then she's about to tell him what yeah, Adrian she goes, said, okay. but then... He's like, what are, you, what are you getting at, Grace? And she's like, all right, I'll tell you. Oh, hi, Adrian, because it's TV, you know, like TV. It's TV, and Adrian's just always there when she needs to be. Yeah. Um, and then Adrian, I liked this line from Grace where Adrian says, what's up? Something, it looks like something funny's going on. And then Grace says, we're both are, fu- we both are funny. <laughs> okay, Grace, very, very, very good. I Thank laughed you. and applauded at how funny they were. Did you notice, put, by the way, that the, clown the fucking camera person who was filming this, like, the camera was, like, slightly tilted? It lo- it was, like, really... No, it was an action shot. It, was a it looked like a nightmare scene. 
Ben wakes up and it's the first day of school and his braces are still on. Oh God, it was so weird and uncomfortable. Uh, so Grace uh, panics and leaves and Adrian's like, what's going on, Ben? And he says, uh, Grace told me not to have sex with you. And then he goes, oh, I get it. You're seeing someone. This is my favorite, least favorite shit of the episode. Because here's the thing. Ben, for the past, for the entire season, has been doing nothing but complaining about his relationship, saying how much he wants a divorce, just yes. leaving her, yelling at her, blaming him for yes. all, yes. blaming her for all his problems. True. The Back. second he gets the idea in his head that she's seeing someone who isn't him, he gets all pissy and jealous and and cranky about yeah, it. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. He's a real piece of shit. He could be like, "Oh, you're seeing someone cool, then we can get divorced." Yeah, and then but no, well, th- that's the thing is because Ben's like, he, I mean, I I think. I think the one, like, maybe you could, the way that I interpreted it, honestly, was that he's like, you're making me pretend to be your loving husband who still wants to be married to you, and meanwhile, you're seeing someone else, which is, See, to if, me, if she that, was doing I mean, that, that would be really shitty. Okay, but time has passed, so if I were Ben, I'd be like, oh, maybe she changed her mind, now she's seeing someone else, we can have this conversation again. Well, no, a week has passed since last episode to us, but... <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's right. To them, it's all been on unpo- Never mind, you're right, Ben's fine. <laughs> right. Ben is valid. I, I stand. So Adrian then sees this as an opportunity. She's like, oh, if Ben is jealous or upset or whatever, I can just go with this, and then he'll want me to stay with him. Yay, healthy. Yeah. All, all I have to do, all I have to do with, to get Ben back is have Grace start dating Ben again. Yeah, so then, and then I'll Adrian, to have sex with him. Adrian, who is like... She's not confirming or denying this, so whatever. She's just like, oh, we can do whatever we want. Bye! And she leaves. And then Ben's like, Adrian! And then Jack walks over, and he goes, Trouble in Paradise? Which is super inappropriate, knowing everything that's going on in their relationship. somebody say abstinence, and everyone applauded. But yes, and then he said Trouble in Paradise. Trouble in Paradise? Like, you, their baby died, and and he wants to leave her. What the fuck is wrong with you, Jack? He's Jack. What do you think is wrong with him? Everything. Ben is like, Ben's like, I know what Grace is trying to tell me. And Jack, for some reason, is just, he just, oh my god, I just remembered what's about to happen. I, I, (laughs) this was like a a quarter of a cool teen moment to me. The way that, the way that they have this dialogue. Because Ben's like, do you know what's going on with Grace? And Jack is just like, oh, she's not really talking to me. Like, in fact, she's not talking to me at all right now. See, I played a little practical. And Ben's just like, I don't care. He, like, just anyway, completely cuts him off ja- Ben's, like, asks him if he knows if Adrian's seeing someone, and he's like, you mean, like, a therapist? And then she's like, no, not, he's like, no, not a therapist. And then for some reason... He says Jack's that as like, if the question is absurd, like, <laughs> yeah. not, like not like a psychiatrist. And then, the, but what then the? what Jack says is also absurd, because he's like, a gay guy? Like, oh, yeah, is, ben, th- yeah, yeah ben goes, no, like a guy. What kind of guy? Like, a guy guy. Oh, like a gay guy? Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. And then he's just like, okay, I'm done having this conversation with you, Jack. I need to go find Grace. And then, this is my favorite thing in the episode. It's This is a rare, rare, rare instance of the show doing something. But falling flat on its face. Because it's it's like Jack pulls out his phone and has like a text conversation with Grace. Now imagine if you were making a TV show, dear listeners, how you would portray the dialogue of two characters via text well obviously what you would do is you would do a close-up on their phone screen and you watch them typing and goes beep 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 with every letter i was thinking i was thinking subtitles in like bold times new roman oh right that's how they did it. the text font that all the teens love so like subtitles appear on the screen like (laughs) 
Ben is looking for you, and he's They don't crazy. even do the thing where, like, the letters appear as they're being typed. They just appear all at once. It made me so mad. Yeah. And then Grace Why do they make ba- this show so hey, bad? Hey, but Gra- Grace texts back, I'm not... I'm not texting you. I'm not speaking to you. Like, get it? Like, like that. And then they. And text- then Jack says it was just a joke, a practical joke. Beep, 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 they text beep, back and forth a couple times. And what I really love about this scene is that it it's a hundred percent pointless. Nothing comes of it. It's literally just like, hey teens, you know texting? Well, listen to this. We They're know texting, texting on the TV times. Yeah, um, it, and then it's, Grace. It's Grace so, runs. In- it's such a weird hmm. thing because like we we talk all the time about how the show like never does anything like it's always just really basic like people just talk they talk about what other people are doing they talk about what they're doing and then that's the entire episode it's like it's like the show is choreographed in the sims right like there's no there's no like verbs on this show like no no one ever goes anywhere or does an action it's adrian and ben stand and talk Yes, like nobody has like the or walk and talk. It's so rare that any character on the show ever does anything. And it's really funny that like the one time that they do it in season four, it's like it serves literally no purpose and could have just not happened. And they just executed it really poorly. Oh, you know what? Though Actually, I forgot Mm -hmm. the scene right after this is they do something again. Yeah, director Keith Truesdell is going all out on this he's one. He's trying his best. He Grace like sees Ben and then like runs into the bathroom to avoid him. We get like a there. first person oh, shot. Yeah, because because Adrian's a horror villain now, so it's got to be spooky. So it's like <laughs> she's like Slenderman or something, dude. It fucking this scene was like a fucking bowling alley arcade game light gun rail shooter. The way no, the camera yeah. like enters the bathroom and it's kind of like shaky cam. And then Adrian just like steps out from the side and she's just like, ah, did you know that I'm a slut? It's called typing of the teen and you have to write the words like birth control, menstruate, period and everything. And then like Adrian turns around and leaves. I didn't actually write what Adrian said. She, she's just like walks out. And she's just like, <laughs> and then Grace Hello, goes, oh, no. stranger. Uh, um, what was Grace this conversation? She- she was like, what did you tell Ben? And Grace says, I didn't tell him anything you said. I'm practicing my doctor-patient confidentiality. Oh my god, and- that's right, that's right! The fucking nerve of this show! Yeah, I know, right? Just to call attention to that gem. Yeah, Grace is like, I invented this new thing called doctor-patient confidentiality that has never existed in this universe before. It's called... I hate that term, though. We need to come up with a new term. How about just say nothing? <laughs> right. Oh my god. So much god. more positive than doctor patient confidentiality. Man, I I fucking miss season 1 where everybody went to the doctor and the doctors immediately told everyone everything. <laughs> Good like shit. I'm here for Good my weekly shit. checkup and they're like, "Hey, hey, Tom, did you know that extra Grace... extra read all about it?" <laughs> "Hey, Laura, nice to see you for your checkup. Did you know that Amy Jurgens is pregnant?" <laughs> right. Uh so that's that scene. Uh O'Malley then is talking to Ricky and she's like are you sure nothing happened? And oh, that that was when that was when I learned that a whole week passed because she says last week, it's and I extremely I originally originally I was like, okay, well maybe last episode was a Friday and this is a Monday, so it's only been a few days. But no, this is I'm pretty sure this is Thursday, so it literally Ricky, it has been Ricky's an entire like, fucking week. Miss O'Malley, I told you nothing happened seven days ago. Yeah. Um. So basically what happens here is she says, I don't believe that you did what Carlady said. You should fight this. He says, I just want to let it go. I don't want to deal with this whole thing. Like, I'd rather just not go to the school. It's fine. Uh, They still continue and 
for the entire episode, they will continue to never address the fact that she committed a crime. Uh, Ricky magically out of nowhere is like, ah, Amy talked to you. I've intuited. And then she, she O'Malley denies it in the most believable way. Ricky's like, oh, geez, Amy talked to you. Didn't she? And O'Malley just goes, who? And then he's like, okay. I saw you in the hallway that day talking to, to P P dad and all, and little Timmy and all the other kids at this school. I know, you know, Amy's name. P dad. Yeah. It's P dad. P dad. The dad who P-dad. pees. What's up? P dad. What's up? P dad. And then there's one teen called like G dog. There's J dog and there's booger. No, it's G dog. Huh? I, I'm referencing our, our circle jerk where we emailed Glenn back. Oh yeah. G dog. What's up, G Dog? Anyway, uh, we did email Glenn Beck. Um, so then Amy respond. is talking to Lauren about this, and she says, "I'm disappointed you didn't want to come up with more teen names, but that's okay." Okay, yeah, no, let's, let's keep making up some teen come names. Up, come uh, up, with, we we each get one more. Okay, okay. Um, what about S- Pop Pop Tart? That's a pretty cool teen name. What about Slam Sandwich? <laughs> that's just Ricky. Nice. That's what Miss O'Malley calls Ricky when he's not around. What's anyway. up with that slam sandwich? Um, hey, Jimbo, get a load of that slam sandwich, huh? Anyway, so Amy is talking to Lauren about the thing. Oh, this one sucked. Lauren says, you shouldn't tell anyone about this, because with Ricky's history, they'll think that he's lying, and it's better to just keep it to yourselves. Cool! She, she calculates a 2% chance, for some reason. Yeah, uh, of people believing. lying. Oh, or, what, what is, it's a 2% chance that Ricky actually did it. Was it actually did it, or that, that Ricky is lying about it? No, no, no. Lauren said, like, I don't think Ricky did it, but with his past history, there's, like, a 2% chance that he oh, did Oh, gotcha. Still not very cool of her. I, believe me, Ricky... if, if she had said 2% chance that he didn't do it, I, I'd have been a lot madder. Yeah. Um, um, I was like, I can't remember if I should be mad at Lauren or extremely mad at Lauren. <laughs> yeah. I know it's one of the two. Well, Ricky yeah. shows up to hear her say this and... You might you might like, be about to get even madder at her because then Ricky fucking walks up while they're talking and Lauren does the fucking classic uh we were just uh rehearsing for a play like TV how they say that they they do the bit from Monster Sync and it's so funny put that thing back wherever it came from. Uh, anyway uh, that's what that's what that's what Ricky said when John was born um <laughs> Amy why did you have to throw your baby out of your baby place Man, that's an old reference. I know. Um, Ricky, Ricky has like toxic masculinity issues. So when Amy says she'll try oh to help, oh my him, he's god, like, I forgot this about was this. fucking. This sucked, Ricky, because like he he even goes back on this like later in the episode. It's so, so I don't know if he had like a change of heart, but he's just like he's just like I can't take help from a woman. And then Amy fucking he queen. he literally says I'm a man. I don't need my yeah. girlfriend to come to my god. rescue. Ricky, shut the fuck up challenge. You're making you're making it so hard for me to be on your side. Yeah, that's the weird thing about I mean, I, I am still on his side. I am on your side, Jesus. but you're being a dick about it, and I don't appreciate that. Right, Amy like, why did this have to be a thing? the teen thing of, of being like, I promise not to help you while crossing her fingers behind her back. Seriously, she's we get, like, a shot of her crossing her fingers, and then Like, Ricky's fucking like, Veruca Salt, the child. Ricky's like, Rich what are you, child. eight years old? And then he says, you're cute when you're all one-dap. Title drop, and then Ricky walks off, and she goes, I'll show you cute. Title drop, Man, and then that's... What? It, what? You what, know? Huh? What? What? You know? If Ricky had said, I wouldn't have liked it, but if Ricky had said, "You're cute when you're all riled up," that would have been fine. If he had said, "You're you're acting," uh, what are you? Eight years old? That would have been fine. The fact that he said those right next to each other 
didn't like that. You're like yeah, an he's eight like, year old. You, you're acting like a child. Kiss. You're so, yeah, that's I, and I. That's hot. You're hot, Amy. Yeah. Um, um, and then Amy's yeah. Amy says I'll show you cute. And then I and then we, you... then we get a shot of Ricky, and there's some wind chimes, and then it cuts back to Amy, who's who's a child. <laughs> He's a child, and she says, like, what do you mean, Dad? And then he starts singing Sunrise, Sunset, and it's George. Time loop complete. Hey, do you like Milton? Do, do you like Milton? Do you like Rachel? Do you like Tom? It's time for Milton and Rachel time. It's f- time. Here's Milton's, the deal. Milton's, Tom's plot is the funniest is, shit this that's is ever great, happened think, on this show. Can I please... Can Previously I declare on the secret that life this is, of the American teenager. Hey, is, you look like a hooker. This is the greatest walk back in the history of this t- television show. <laughs> I've so never seen the writers stupid. give up on something so quickly and in such a spectacular way. It's basically it's incredible. what happens. Tom Dude, shows I'm, up and he's just like... I'm amazed like, that they didn't do some previously on retcon where Milton like walks up to her at the bar and he's like... Hello, my darling. I'm <laughs> yeah. Here's a rose. Hello, fair maiden. <laughs> <laughs> tips his fedora um so so <laughs> he walks up to he's like hey tom Mahooker. oh <laughs> that's a good episode title nope don't call it that i won't um this he walks episode up to is tom and he's just like dad mm, rachel hello i've seen this picture of this fair maiden i would love to take her and her kids from you thomas and tom's just like if you he says he's just Okay, long story short, Tom is completely fine with it, and he really wants this to happen, and so does Rachel. It's amazing. Milton's like, ah, is that your girlfriend? Tom's like, Rachel told me what happened, and I was like, oh, here we go. He's gonna lay down the- I love it! But then he's just like, if you want to go out with her, you need to be nicer to her. And Milton's like, what can I say? I've always been a player. And then I'm like, sorry. Why is Tom, Tom acting like he's okay with this? It's Tom doesn't want. Alert. Tom it's wants to watch is. TV so bad that he's willing to sort of just trade. Yeah, Tom just is give like them- Rachel is nice, and so are the kids. They're annoying, but they're nice. But I'm not ready for a wife and two kids. Are you? And then Milton goes, "I might be." I think so it's like fucking like take my wife, please. But no, really, take. But her. like literally in, in a in a mutually beneficial trade. Please take my wife. <laughs> Milton's like, hey, I'd love to meet Ronald and Bonald. Can wife. I come over this weekend? And Tom's like, yep. God. Literally, this scene is Tom and his this boss negotiating a handoff of a woman and her kids. <laughs> Tom is setting up, and I and I say this with the utmost respect to women and children, a trial period for Milton. That is <laughs> He's like, just test him out, see how you feel, and then if you like him, you can adopt these two kids and my wife. And uh, just just in the interest of uh, of uh, fact fact finding, whatever this is, where at the beginning of the scene, Milton goes, "Hey, hey, Tommy boy, almost the weekend." And Tom goes, "Uh, it's Thursday, so that's how." Hey, we know that. that's thank you, kind writer. Which is cool because is. they really didn't need to do that. <laughs> they, they could have left that they line did that out. For of us. That was for us to put a timeline together. But so uh, Grace. Grace is home and hey, it's Daniel. And Daniel is sitting in Grace's kitchen at the table, just admiring a bowl of grapes. He, these are some he's damn good grapes. Heart. He's 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 a Renaissance man if you think about it, and he's just like, <laughs> actually, I'm sorry, Renaissance art is not one. Pe- well, I don't know, maybe it is. Uh, <laughs> edit that I, I out. I got my art facts. No, <laughs> um, who cares? Daniel's just like, hey, you know how you were on restriction. Double pranked. Your mom actually took you off restriction while you were in the car and yes, never told and you about it. Again, this is Thursday. 
She thought she was grounded for an entire week when apparently Why Kathleen do they like do this. Kathleen just is like, "Excuse <coughs> anymore." It's and been an Grace entire fucking week. She's like, "You were never on restriction. This was a self-imposed punishment. Don't you feel like you've learned something from this experience?" P- possibly longer, by the way. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt by assuming that last episode was Friday. It could have been. Oh, I'm sorry. This is three entire weeks later, but it was on a Thursday. <laughs> no, because didn't Milton say he met her? It's been a week. I don't know. Whatever. Um, it's been. So he says the reason that been. he uh, did that he like went in and had hamburger was because grace like put him on the spot by sneaking out he was like well if if i if i go out with grace tonight then her mom might found find out and get mad at both of us but if i if i tell her then i get on her good side and then whatever which sure and then Gra- grace is gonna go over to daniel's apartment and study <laughs> at least part of the time <laughs> hey can i complain but, about something real quick yeah daniel is like oh well I, you know i i, I didn't want to make your mom mad I, i'm in college so i'm not used to dealing with parents anymore and daniel my boy you're an 18 year old you went to college one year early it has not even been a full semester we don't There's know that no he's a freshman you... he could be a fucking senior for all we know i guess that's true i guess although wait a minute be... wait a minute wait a minute that doesn't because that implies he say... if he that implies that he's dating well i guess if he's over 18 no no he's a whiz kid no i thought he said he went like a year early maybe not maybe he the point being being, he he, we know that he's 18 so even if he is dating seniors in college that's not a crime it's just weird yeah but i was mainly saying like if he's only been if he's in college a year early then he wasn't even there for a full semester so or a full two semesters so the idea that he's forgotten how to talk to parents is a little <laughs> right. silly to me. Uh, so uh, Grace has to be home by nine is the drama of this. And then she's like, <laughs> the oh, my God, if I'm going to be at your apartment, I need to change first because my my outfit is totally high school. And I need what to look more like a woman. What is she wearing that is high school? Oh, that's right. She's wearing her high school cheerleading she's outfit. Just, scene, she's just wearing like a cardigan and jeans. Like, <laughs> If I saw like I don't know shit about fuck about clothes. But if I saw a person my age wearing what she's wearing, I wouldn't give it a first thought, even. Well, actually, it, she's not at like my wearing college, a, a Target brand eat, sleep, Fortnite, repeat t-shirt. <laughs> she's just wearing a, a funny Fortnite fart joke shirt. Um, at my college, parp? there is Parp. There is a man who walks around regularly and he wears a ready three piece suit, pocket chain, sunglasses, fedora carries a briefcase around i've always assumed that he's a time traveling spy who came in from the 50s that's that my theory about does this sound man. pretty likely i don't think there's so confirmed. i think that's why age that's why grace put on her uh parp shirt and then put a three-piece <laughs> suit over it grace put on her parp shirt <laughs> that's a fun episode title <laughs> <laughs> I, I put on my parp shirt and wizard hat <laughs> I, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven, Raven Way. I put six pairs of scully rings on. black combat boots <laughs> and a, a black, black Fortnite sh- shirt. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, so Grace runs up to her room to change and leaves the door open because it's this show. <laughs> and then she gets a phone call from Ben and he, and he's like, I need to make this quick. Bunny doesn't let us make personal calls at work. That's so weird. Lol! Most jobs love that. LOL! What else do you do at work, Ben, besides make personal calls? It's, a, it's an important policy, and Ben is treating it as such, as always. Which is why he's calling her at work. This is this is business. He, he makes a minor transaction, so it's technically business. <laughs> Would you like to buy some tri-tip, please? 
So um, uh, he asks Grace if Adrian is seeing someone. Uh, is that why you told me not to have sex with her? Grace says, no, that's not it. But I don't have time to talk right now. So just don't be stupid. And then she hangs up and Ben's like, what does she mean by that? Like, she's told you not to have sex with Adrian like four times now. I'm, I think that's probably what she meant. Um, and then we get some Leo and Nora stuff. Yay. Um, Nora's meeting someone for dinner, and as her boss, Leo needs to know who. Le- but let's let's do a little a little role play. Uh, okay. You be my boss. I'll be okay. your assistant. Okay, cool. Uh, can I can I get into the scene a little? What is my job? Am I a meat manager? You're Leo. <laughs> okay. I'm Nora. All right, Nora, let's get out of here. It's time to go home. Oh, uh, I can't actually. I'm I'm meeting someone for dinner. Oh, who you meeting? Nope, that's not what he says. Uh, oh, you meet Nolly? Are you getting back together with Ollie? Your, what your the fuck kind of a question is that, Leo? Of all the there's there's seven billion people in the world, that I'm gonna just take a stab at this one. I'm I'm uh, sorry. I'm meeting someone for dinner. Oh, is you're it your back ex? together with your ex that you that, but anyway, that jumped you like that, three months ago? She's just like, no, I'm meeting with your son for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, she I she says she invited Ben to have dinner with her so she can talk to him about drinking. And Leo's like, well, I already talked to him. And he says it won't happen again. He's sober and he's back home and he's happy. And I'm it's convinced. one episode, maximum drinking problem allowed. Yeah, and Nora says, that's great, but I'm going to talk to him anyway because you're Because I need something to do this episode. At your, at your job as dad. Um, is this when we cut to Ricky? Yeah, so we cut, we cut to Ricky telling Ben, uh, he's like, no, Ben, I'm not having sex with Adrian. So Ben seriously just, like, casually, like, approached his coworker you, and Ricky, sort of maybe friend and goes, again? hey, uh, you cheating on Amy with Adrian? They have, um, they have a long exchange about whether or not they're friends where Ricky insists he's friends and, uh, with Ben and he can talk to him. Yeah, and, ben, and Ben's like, hey, just so you know, I'm seeing your mother tonight for dinner. <laughs> and then Ricky There's goes, A lot what? of jokes about Ben and Nora hooking up in this, this is This is weird, though, because Ricky goes, what? Why does everyone want to talk to my mom? And Ben goes, no, 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 the other one, Nora. Like, what? What is this, like, I love that secret phrase... off-camera storyline where everyone's trying to talk to Margaret? What? I really love the fact that this show has just fully taken on the, uh, the phrase other mother into the lexicon. Fine, that's just cares? that's nor i just like that everyone is the accepted term for nora is the other mother yeah i enjoy it which, which is funny because i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that nora specifically told ricky she's like i'm your mother and margaret's your other mother yeah and then everyone decided that nora is the other mother yeah so that's ricky is annoyed at the idea of ben hanging out with his mom and hey ricky doesn't fucking feel so good when someone steals your parent does it payback for leo that's why ben's doing this holy shit i never thought about that's that right he was this was Revenge. he was gonna try to have like a heartfelt conversation that's why he was like cool with the wine he thought it would make her really amicable uh-huh. and he would be able to Spoilers. hijack her as a parent well, so bunny you know, uh approaches oh sorry uh ben ben says first uh, he's like hey nora offered to be my friend and right now i need a friend and ricky goes i'm your friend what and ben goes no Ooh. you're not and then they start arguing about whether they're friends tell me tell me tell me yeah i don't, I don't fucking friend. know either. and then bunny walks up and she's like huh, are you two arguing about whether you're friends that's cute title drop except she doesn't actually say that that was just me uh no. and ricky says uh ben is having dinner with nora tonight uh Ben says she just wants to be friends and I need a friend right now. And then Bunny says a very weird line. She goes, I think friend might be the key word there. Yeah. What? I didn't get that and I don't really want to think about it. I don't know what that means. Um, And then as, as, uh, as. Is she, is she, is she accusing Nora of being a Quaker? 
yes. And then as he's walking out, Bunny's like, he's like, didn't you drink until you passed out? Is Nora a friend of Bill's? And that's apparently yeah. Uh, so slight. I I was so fucking confused. Let's let's leave the the listeners confused about this for a moment. Okay, and say what happens. So Ben goes, "What? Who's- Bill? Is that who Adrian's seeing?" And Bunny's like, "I can guarantee you, it's not." And then she and Ricky leave, and Ricky is smirking like he has any fucking clue what Bunny's talking about. No, he knows. He knows who Bill is. Ben is super confused, as am I. So I as am, it. as a, yeah. You told me before the episode, so I didn't have to be confused. Yeah, I was like, "You're gonna be so confused about." this so let me give you a hand here apparently when, okay there is a Wait, euphemism are we leave, are for we recovering leaving? alcoholic which is oh. a friend of bill w's which is a reference to uh william Grith- william griffith wilson one of the founders of alcoholics anonymous so what bunny was saying was i think that nora wants to talk to you about drinking is what she's yes. doing there and then ben spends the rest of the episode thinking that adrian that bitch is cheating on him with a guy and that he hates that <sighs> It's so anyway, Amy's, Amy is walking across. There's uh, a fire. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Different scene. That happens. No, that happens anytime anyone takes any number of steps anymore. So anytime anyone's walking, assume <laughs> that's what it's to. Um, Amy runs into Car Lady Carmichael. Um, and she's like, you know me. I'm Amy Jurgens. Uh, she gives. She's like, going to fucking speech. go ape shit and I'm so ready. But then she doesn't. She's just like, I need you to know this is our little boy, John. Right. She's <laughs> you're this is the, you're crushing his dreams. Not Amy, mine. Don't you get tired of being nice all the time? I don't you just part. want to go ape shit. Please. One of these days she's going to go ape shit. No, ape she's shit. not. Um, Carly Carmichael is like, I'm going to she's like, Ricky slept with me and I could I could make everyone believe that that Ricky is trying to do it again. I'm like, Carly. So if you really, if you want to discredit Ricky now, you're going to have to admit to statutory rape is what you're right, telling Right, like, me. fucking- Like, in a court of law, she right, right. Like, let's, let's get the courts in on this let one. Let the record show that my client- This will go well. Was, was he, she did sleep with this man when he was only 17, and this is why he is a, guilty of a crime. Yeah. So Amy, Amy starts with this, by the way, she's like, I'm going to see to it that you're fired from your job. And she, she leaves out the prison part. I don't know why. But then <laughs> it's very uh, strange that she didn't bring that part. up. Yeah. Car lady's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just kidding. Yes, I do. Nobody will ever believe you. Like she, why is this character like, whatever. She's just cartoon evil, I guess. Whatever. No, she, she, she had an encounter with George that left her evil and just, no, she was I already evil. Um, well, I know but, she was already evil. Uh, she's the wicked oh. stepsister. Remember then, when George wanted to fuck her, though? Yep. And then Amy, uh, she she went ham for one second, so then she immediately pulls back because the show can't let me have anything. Yeah. And she's like, she, <laughs> she she's just she's trying like, to like appeal to her sensitive side. She's like, don't forget, I know people who know you. And then she's just like, I'm sorry. I'm. Uh, I shouldn't have. She, she's just like have a heart. You, this is a honest guy, who's, guy to... who's just trying to do what's best for his. By the way, she brought John with her. That's... Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like Cicero style. Jesus. Uh, so then Amy walks That's away, and Car Lady makes Cicero guilty Cicero face. Delivered a legal defense while holding a baby to make, soften up the like jury and make an appeal to people's uh, hearts and emotions. Yeah, classic reference. And then uh, Car Lady makes guilty face, which doesn't. <laughs> she makes guilty face, but that doesn't line up with what. No, happens she makes after guilty this, face, so but then it and then she puts her hand like she does the hand in front of the face thing, and then it's an evil face. Yeah. Uh. So that night, Ricky and Amy go back and forth about who fucking cares, and then eventually they spent. There's a five minute couch bed setting up scene, <laughs> right? Uh. And finally, you gotta show after, the whole scene, or they can't sleep. Yeah. Finally, he's like, 
are you upset with me for and she goes what for calling me cute no i mean it was kind of condescending but i'm sure you didn't mean it that way which i mean he absolutely did like did, did you forget the i'm a man part uh but ricky is ricky like says he's, i've ricky never says had someone on my side before and he thanks her and then he kisses ricky. her and he promises he'll never call her cute again and then she's Nora like who sanjay who who and then she goes no i hope not and then she she fucking grabs him and starts shaking him and she's like tell i just me, don't understand me, why me. you don't stand up for yourself uh it's such, like, it's you such a weird jarring moment he says you gotta pick your best i love you now stand up for yourself what the fuck is he's wrong like, <laughs> yeah he's, uh, he's like you gotta pick your battles sometimes and then he says like i might need to wait for college or just drive commute an hour or two every day to college yeah she she's like you shouldn't have to commute to and from school like that and raise a kid and work just because of this woman and then he says this is one of the worst lines in the show oh my god this fucking landed like a million pounds of bricks or a million pounds of anything else uh amy goes a pound of a pound of kill a million pounds of of uh, steel which is less than a million pounds of feathers yeah this line landed like a million pounds of feathers and uh, <laughs> amy goes i just wish and ricky goes don't wish amy wishing is just wanting something not to be the way that it is <laughs> good job ricky you did it and the oscar for best writing goes to Game of Thrones, but runner-up is Secret Life Demon. Ricky, I gotta, I gotta get the bed set up. Don't get the bed set up, Amy. Setting up a the be- bed is just making a couch ready for you to sleep on it like a bed. <laughs> a dream is a wish your heart makes, Amy. But like the opposite, the other way around. A dream is a wish your heart will give up eventually. Don't do your homework, Amy. Homework is just schoolwork <laughs> that you do at home. Why make the bed? You're just gonna make it messy again. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. wishing is just wanting something not to be the way that it is <laughs> eat that skilo i remember when walt disney said that all those years ago um ben and nora are at take a guess it's jeff's the only bar and grill oh and, uh, nora and, and ben wouldn't it be so weird if they weren't at jeff's the only bar and grill that would freak me out genuinely i um sorry i just had a stroke imagining that <laughs> What does another restaurant look at? What if they were at like an Applebee's? Oh, just like stop. a blatantly, ah. blatantly an Applebee's. Like stop it shows it. the exterior shot of it. Okay. This is you're Think- giving me like fucking eldritch horrors. No, I'm thinking uh, you see the sign at Applebee's, you open the door and inside it's Jeff's the only bar and grill because they've annexed Applebee's. Oh god, this is a fucking nightmare. So Nora's like so when you she's like, Did you get drunk the very first time you drank? Because that's what I did. And then Ben's like, I drank wine in Italy, but I didn't get drunk on it. Who's Bill? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's who? Who's Bill? Is is he seeing Adrian? Are and you a friend of Nora's Bill's? And like, she's like, I do then... have a friend named Bill. Winks at the camera because she doesn't want to resolve this one right now. I guess no. And then he he fucking dumps all this shit on her about. He's like, Adrian and I have a bad marriage. It's fake. I'm pretending to still love her. And Nora Nora is completely not listening. She's just like looking over. She's like, Oh, it's Ruben and Ollie. <laughs> That okay, what a, so, what a surprise! What are the chances that somebody else would be at the only restaurant? Jeff's the only bar. Here's and girl. the thing. Let me describe what happens. Where Ollie shows up with Ruben, and she's like, but Ollie walks up to to Nora and is like very emotional about this, and she's like, hey Ben, can, Ben, who I know for some reason. Um, <laughs> well, I well, she talk- she knows Ben because she works with Ruben and knows that Ben is. Oh Ruben's yeah, I guess that's true. Fair enough. And she's just like. 
can I talk to uh, Nora alone? Uh, I'm here with Ruben, and it just kind of the camera cuts to the back of Ruben's head, and she's like, go talk to Ruben. And then Ben walks over to Ruben, but they didn't show the conversation. So a part of me deeply thought that that wasn't Ruben, and that was some similar-looking extra they got to stand in for Ruben because they didn't visibly say anything. Visibly wearing, like, a, a bald wig. Like a Ruben bald cap. Yeah. I swear to God, I was like, I was like, they gotta show Ruben! They gotta show Ruben, or this is gonna freak me out. Like, who is that man? You know what it, you know what no. it was like? It was like that shot where Jack walks into the school and he sees... He sees Ricky just standing there facing away from him in the empty hallway. Or like the scene where an extra that isn't Duncan runs past Jack and steals the thing. But it was, it was Ruben. But I thought it was going to be another extra who was just pretending to be Ruben. <laughs> no, it is. I like the, the way, the way that Ollie is like, hey, can I have a, can I have a word with Nora? You can go talk to Ruben. And just like that, the, I, the that's like, hey Ben, can I talk to Nora? And, uh, oh, I know something you can do. You can go jump in a volcano. And then he does. He goes to jump in the volcano. Yeah, of he's talking Volgano. So Ollie um, is like, Nora, I miss you, and I was hoping you changed your mind, but I guess not. <laughs> a reminder that the reason they broke up was is because Ollie wanted a bigger wedding than Nora did. Was that and, why? Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. No, I mean they fucking cool. retconned it where Nora pretended that she didn't want the wedding at all, even though she explicitly did. She very much wanted the wedding. She was when, very excited. Right. When they talked about it, uh, after she revealed that they broke up, she was like, oh, Ollie just wanted this big wedding with all these people there. And it's like, okay, well, you did want to get married. So I guess what that means is that you wanted a small wedding and she wanted a big wedding. So you broke up. Anyway, Nora says that she can't change her mind. She wants to change her mind, but she can't. And then Ruben is like, hey, I have to say, I have to say Nora Mm -hmm. uh, and Ramsey is doing good. good, She's doing good acting. It was it was a moment where I was like, oh, yeah, and Ramsey's like an an actual actor. So Nora, or Ruben's just like, I'll buy you a drink. Just kidding. I heard what Wh- happened. Which is, hey, He does hey, this a lot. Hey, my, but like, like he, he did the fucking uh, offering a, a drink to Ricky before, but all this is like, hey, Ben, my underage son-in-law, who I, I know for a fact got drunk and like, passed out of, like, a week ago. Can I buy you a drink? That is no, so No, but then he says this weird shit where he's like, I hope you don't drink again, Ben, but I understand if you do. And then he says, that being said, you're not getting out of this marriage. You oh never leave her God. after what happened. And then Ben just like shakes his head vigorously like, no, I'm not leaving Adrian. And then uh, he's like, why are you hanging out with Ollie? And then he's like, Cindy's okay with it. Remember, Ben, don't oh ever get God, divorced. It's so, it's I've so never stupid. gotten divorced in my life. It's so dumb. He's like, well, with all the stress of everything that's going on, I felt like going out. And and my wife knows that it's safe for me to go out with Ollie because she's a lesbian. Do you get it? God, is this fucking... This guy has like a fucking self-imposed Mike Pence contract where he's <laughs> yeah, like, I'll never... Seriously. My I will wife will not go allow as far me to be alone with another with woman another unless woman, she's a lesbian. And I'll only shake hands as long as you're near me, Cindy. Yeah. She's like, she's just like, Ruben, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. And he's just like, no! Yeah. And then um, uh, he's he's like, he's like, you know that all of this has been really stressful for everyone, but it's most stressful for Adrian. So, and Ben's like, I get it. I guess I like, won't fu- leave her. Like, I hate Ben, famously, popularly, belovedly. Yeah. But God, this fucking sucks to see. It super sucks. Anyway, this episode should be called, you know how there's an episode, like three episodes called Chocolate Cake? Uh-huh. This one should be called Red Wine. Red, red wine. Because George, this is just fucking George and Anne stuff where he's just like, I'm going to open the wine. We're going to have some wine and I want to stay here and watch TV, but not have sex. And then Anne's like, you can stay here and watch TV, but not have sex. And that's basically the gist of the scene. Yeah. Well, uh, 
one thing why are they still doing this yes one thing that you missed though that is needs to be mentioned is uh he pours them the wine and Anne's like look george and then and then he's like no 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 please today's been perfect like i just want to have some wine blah 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 not have sex blah 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 please don't screw it up by talking (laughs) women be talking women be talking and then Anne's like we can do all of that george i just don't know for how long and clearly the fucking entire show i guess is how long uh, and then he They'll says cheers baby. and they clink glasses and that's the scene. Who fucking gives a shit? Uh, Ricky's studying at home and then Amy's like, okay, okay, I need to admit it. I went to see Carly, Carlady, sorry. Yeah. And, and then, then she Ricky's, says, and Ricky, Ricky gets really mad and she goes, oh, don't forget how cute I am. Huh? Title drop. And then Ricky <laughs> says nothing and leaves and slams the door. And hey, 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 Ricky's yeah. got some fucking nerve, like repeatedly telling amy like you're so immature like you need to stop acting like a child and running away back to your dad's house whenever there's a problem but then every time he's upset with amy he just says nothing completely shuts her out and then slams the door and disappears every time no but that's different because he's going to have he's going to his like you ever you know in hot rod when he like goes to like angst dance oh that that scene is fucking incredible that that's what ricky ricky you see ricky hitting golf balls so good dude what the fuck that movie sh- funny. has no right to be as good as it is. Yeah, actually, yes, it is funny. because I love the Lonely Island. They're very funny. They're very funny. I don't know if there's any problematic shit in Hot Rod that I'm forgetting about, but I do like the scene where he like rage dances in the woods. I've only seen it once. I really gotta watch it again. Sometime. Didn't we like go to a drive-in movie to see it? I swear yes, to God, we did. we we saw it at a drive-in movie theater for some fucking reason. <laughs> it was the why. first time I'd ever seen heard the word "fuck" in a movie. <laughs> really? Kind of freaked me out. Because it's rated PG-13, but you get one. Okay, so yeah. Tom... Tom <laughs> okay, 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 okay. It's Tom okay, time. Okay, 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 Tom okay. time. Okay, we're at the guest house. Yeah. Ronald and Tom's Bonald got... are sleeping on the bunk bed. Which Tom's got his headphones on, and he's Hold gesturing. On. Yeah, okay. Very important thing to note. It is established in this show, the bunk bed is the only bed in the guest house. Oh, I never thought about that. Ronald Tom and Bonald are on... taking one bunk each, so I guess and there's Tom two and chairs. Rachel just sleep there's two in the chairs. Recliners. They sleep on the recliners. They sleep in the chairs. They do. No, and then remember how Jack slept in the bathtub that one time? Yeah, that's fucking. Where, that's... No wonder Tom hates living with these kids. He's sleeping um, in a chair. Anyway, he's got his headphones on, and he, whatever he's watching, he's loving it. Yeah, he's like he's like doing arm pumps. He's like, yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, he's watching football or something, some kind of yeah, sport. Yeah, and then Rachel gets home, and she's just like, hey, how did you like the chicken we had for dinner tonight? And he's like, I liked it. Can I say it? Yes. He's like, I like the chicken, but not as much as I like Dancing with the Stars. And then he, put, he puts ABC. the headphones back on, and then he's just like, what? He's like, loving yes, it. the choreography. My well, God, who knew that Chris along. Jericho he's, could do a Viennese waltz like that? He's fucking dancing along to whatever, like, B-list reality show. The Duck Dynasty daughter. He's like, yes! Fuck yeah! This person was on Storage Wars and I love it! <laughs> um. So, yeah, just, like, Rachel is, like, sitting there. She's looking at Tom and then he takes his headphones back off, like, yes. And she goes, so did Milton say anything about me? <laughs> She's... Yeah, she really is just like she's. I thought, she's so I thought confident. That this was Tom and Milton being weird. No, she's, but no, she's she willing wants to, this. She wants it too, and Tom is, and she's he okay with talking to her in the hotel bar. And told her that she looks like a hooker, and she's like, "I'd like I this man to marry me and raise my kids." No, he didn't call her a hooker. He called her a hooker. <laughs> um, a hooker. 
hooker. Um, Rachel's like, I'm living with the most wonderful man in the world, but we know that we're just friends. Good and friends. Then, and Tom goes, I'd much yeah, rather be I with a guy who calls children to be happy. And they smile at each other. And like, <laughs> I'm, this is the thing. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. I'm 100% fine with this relationship between these characters ultimately being resolved as we've realized that this isn't right tom was not ready Sam, for this kind of commitment i agree we're, we're friends we get along we like each other we want each other to be happy fucking, they did it by wife wonder trade why milton a why milton and b this is not how relationships work why couldn't it fucking be any other random dude in a fucking bar be like Oh, hey, I see you, whatever. Like, you, blah, blah, blah. And no, they start dude, talking, Tom and then is, she comes Tom back, and she's like, hey, Tom, I palms. met this guy in a bar. Why, dude, Milton? Tom is greasing those palms. He's trying to climb the corporate ladder by offering his boss the gift of his girlfriend and children. Oh, my God. Milton, would you like to, <laughs> would you like to fucking institute Prima Nocta? Yes, he would. Um, and they're just, and then she's like, it'll take me three months to get out of here to get my finances in order. And Tom's like, I want you out now. Let's get that trial period going with Milton. This, like, <laughs> anyways, back at <laughs> Jeff's the, Jeff's the only <laughs> bar and wi- Jeff's the only winery <laughs> and grill. Um, Nora, Nora's like, I don't understand how people can say, stay married, Ben. I'm afraid of commitment. And do you like, par- do you get like parallels? Do you get it? It's Ricky, but Ricky loves marriage now and loves college. And yeah, then Ben's, Ben's like, I'm like, never like, going to yeah, get married again. A big commitment. So once I'm out, I'm never doing this again. And Nora <sighs> is, Nora is at this point, like 100% on his side now. She's like, yeah, fuck Adrian. I hate her. She's like, how can you be with someone for an eternity? And Ben and goes, get ben... Him pregnant. Hey! Hey! hey. Ben Woo-hoo. hates... He... I'm gonna just say this and we'll let it sink in the air. Ben's just like, I hate the idea of eternity. It makes me wish I were... I makes me want to die. Like, I'd rather be dead than than have to live with someone forever. Yes, he, said, sucks. he says the thought of eternity makes death comforting, is what Ben says. God Whoop, damn, on. Ben. And then... Uh... And then the waiter's just like... That was depressing. Here, have a $300 bottle of wine, sorry, boy. I'm sorry. I need to go back to something that we skipped over. Which back is at the church, Ben yes. says, Ben says, the, the, the reason that he can't stand the thought of being married to Adrian, for, it, he's like, it's the eternity that gets me, knowing it's going to be forever. And no, that is not what the issue is, Secret Life writer Jeffrey Rogers. That is not the story here. He's not, no. he's not getting cold feet. Adrian, after our baby died and I realized there was I didn't want to be with you, I think it was just that I was afraid to make the commitment, and that's why I don't like this marriage. That's right. So the waiter I forgot just that like, that was the story. So then the waiter comes over and he goes, the mantra show you ordered? And Nora's like, um, we didn't order this. And then the waiter is completely fucking ignoring her. He like He's like standing there slowly uncorking the bottle while Nora and Ben are arguing about whether to take it while he's just like standing right there. So they're they're just they're just sitting at the table fucking arguing like Ben's like fate intervened we might as well keep the wine and the waiter's just like dum 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 <laughs> pouring he's like already pouring it and he's and then and then they start drinking it and then by, he's by like, the way I, I'm sorry fucking what the fuck is wrong with Ben like Nora is a recovering alcoholic and Ben's like no do drink it. it do it drink it drink it do it drink um, it and yeah and then he's like I'm just gonna leave this here and then they drink it and then. Is this like a fucking like the well, the Japanese ben, host ben club scam? Ben doesn't drink any. You you skipped over what actually happened. Oh no, Nora Nora is Nora, Nora just like Nora tells Ben. Spite. 
be, this is very this is very important. Nora says, "No, Ben, we are not touching that bottle. Alcohol is not the answer." And then Ben goes, "No, but it goes very well with not having the answer." And then uh, Nora goes, "Ben, I'm an alcoholic." And Ben goes, "Well, I'm not." And then another waiter comes over with the fucking uh, ice bucket thing that probably has a name for wine. That ice thing. bucket challenge. Yes, he he does the ice bucket challenge, and then uh, he's like. Uh, would you like me to pour this for you, m'lady? <laughs> he, tips, he, tips his, he tips the ice bucket that's on his head. and <laughs> Spills some on our lap. And uh, she says, oh, sure, but just a little. I'm an alcoholic. And he goes, <laughs> funny. And then he pours a glass of wine for an alcoholic. And then yeah. uh, the wine is sitting between them on the table. And Ben has a look on his face because he's just like, okay, this just got way more real than I was prepared for it to be. And he's realizing that this is not good. And, and he's, then Nora's he's, like, I'm going to drink this to teach you a lesson. Right. He's like, you're not... You're not going to drink that, right? Like, please don't drink that. And she goes, and then the waiter's like, if this oh, teaches are- you a lesson. And then she chugs the entire glass of wine and it fucking sucks to see. It's not great. But then the waiter's like, oh, it was a mix it, it, up. The, first, a the th- first waiter comes back. Yeah. He's like, That's, this isn't your wine. I, I wish you had told me this. And then she's, she's like, oh, I already drank some. And he's like, that was a $300 bottle. Yeah. She, she's like, well, well now it's ours and I'm not paying. And then she's like grown belligerent from a single sip. Yeah. He's like, that's a $300 bottle of wine, ma'am. And she goes, yeah, it is. And she drinks more. And then Ben is like, clearly like horrified. He's like, oh God, what have, what have I allowed to happen? Uh, but it's not yeah, Ben's ben really fault. sucks. I mean, it's the waiter's fault. It's for completely not the, the waiter's bottle. fault. I don't even. I can't even really blame Nora because she's no. She's a recovering alcoholic. I'm like, telling you, this was a. Scam. I don't know what it's, it's like... like to be addicted to something, but I imagine that if it's sitting right the fuck in front of you, it's probably hard. And you've to already turn tried to refuse it, and they're not taking it away. I yeah. swear to God, this was a scam, like they do in the the host clubs of Japan, where they just like trick you into paying for extremely expensive alcohol. I don't know if that's real, but it does happen in Persona Five. It happens 5. in anime a lot. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, Ben is Ben is like, okay, this sucks, but it's too real? late. Nora is going to drink an entire bottle of wine, and that's fun, and we love to see this party time. Shit. Um, now we're at. I love I love Daniel's college apartment because you can tell that it's college because it has a bunch of signs that say parking and Route sixty six around the place, hmm. and that's what college students all love. Hmm. Um, so Daniel and, and Grace kissing. are preparing to. Fuck Did you not see two them? Of, Did two you of his neighbors, Don like, and Regina. Yeah. The Sam name two name two college girls. Uh, uh Dawn and Regina. There you go. Got it. Got them one. Two. I feel like I. Names. Mm... Dawn, I can buy. Regina, absolutely not. Regina's a little on the dated side. I wouldn't be that shocked if there was someone around my age named Regina. It's just on top of all of the Agathas and the Marthas and the Agnes's and the Dorises, and then you hear Dawn and Regina. You're just yeah, like, the, I, these aren't the most egregious that they've done. Well, there's from say. a different. Ge- what if because they're in college, their names are even older? <laughs> oh, hello, Methuselah. <laughs> so uh, they these two neighbors knock on his door and they're like, hey, there's some kind of protest on campus. Want to go? I was kind of expecting Grace to go and then it was going to be like a pro-life thing or uh, sorry, a pro-choice thing. And Grace would be really uncomfortable. But then that didn't happen because they would have had to have like done something in a scene. No, the writers would never do that. And then uh, Daniel says, um, I just love they're like, what college activity can we send? Can we tempt Grace with that isn't like drinking or drugs related? Dude, this is so dumb. Daniel's like, oh, we can't go to this some kind of protest. My girlfriend has to be home by nine. And they're like, OK, no problem later. And they seem nice. Right? No, they were, they're like, they're like, there's some Antifa people on campus and we're going to kill them. 
<laughs> no, then, but like in all seriousness, the, no, they is, seem nice. They're like nice to Grace. These two like, girls oh, seem nice pretty to nice. Grace. And then they go to kill some Antifa cucks. But but the, um, they're not like oh nine, all right. Yeah, bye. they're just like okay, bye. Yeah, they're not like oh you're a baby. And then Grace like imposes like, it on Nice meeting you, Grace. Like, bye. And then Grace is like oh my god, I'm such I'm a loser a for having I a pee curfew. In my diaper. I poop in my diaper. I'm a baby. Like, and surely then, Daniel's neighbors know that he's a young student who got into college. Or like, I don't know why this is such a big deal that he's dating a high schooler. Um, he's a high schooler. What a change age. we've gone like, through in the past three episodes. Um, I really love the implication that Grace lives ten minutes away from the college, whatever college. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because uh, it's nine forty-five now, and she's like, or sorry, eight forty-five, and Grace's like, I gotta be home by nine, and then he says, Well, I guess that means we can kiss for five more minutes. Yeah, so I guess he. I guess goes they to... live in like wherever, whatever UCLA campus is. That's where they are. I guess he could go to community college. It's probably a community college, uh, yeah. and then he's like, "It's not a big deal that that you're." my that you're basically my age and you're in high school because it's weird that i'm not because i have graduated early like it's not weird that, that you have a curfew at all yeah anyway amy's on the phone with toby who is surprised that she doesn't want to talk to ashley and then he's like don't worry about it ashley by sucks. the way he's he's like you know there's a three hour time difference right and then uh she she's like it, we know that we just established that it's eight forty-five, which means that it's not even midnight there toby fucking he's a very responsible young british boy yeah i guess so uh, we'll be in bed by 10 o'clock mr jergens this, but in this is what minutes. i love though toby's like toby's like oh ashley can't talk right now she's exhausted she worked, she worked an for entire a whole hour. hour today like it's the end of the day. Like, how fucking was that? Like twelve hours ago? Yeah, they, she worked and for she's one very, hour, half a she day worked ago. One and she's hour, exhausted. and she needed to sleep it off for an entire rest of the day. Oh my um, god! Also, actually, did such a bad job that they got fired. Yeah. Uh, um. So he says it's fine. We've gotten pretty good at finding jobs. He says I've over been the a past chimney week- sweep. I've been a newsie. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's like a- fucking Bert from Mary Poppins. He like sings a different song about. I've what had the job black lung. He says, he, um, "There's going to the be a new scene in the next episode where he's a one-man band." Yeah, he he says, "Over the past week, we've twirled signs, handed out flyers, and sold fruit." And this More is something that I think needs to be addressed. Okay, textile work. At yeah. the beginning of the episode, George and Anne were both like, "Ashley better find a job soon," which means that her Apparently parents have they been found... like, all over her ass, like about how she needs to get a job, and they've been really upset with her. And she's she's gotten multiple jobs and not. You're fucking wrong. Told you're her wrong. It was all in the, it, it was all in the one. It was in the one day. She worked three hours. Oh my she god. She did one hour as a sign spinner, one hour selling fruit, and one hour putting up posters, and that's why she had to sleep for twelve hours. Okay, and then we get a really weird conversation that doesn't make any sense. He just like talks about how Carly. He's just like, oh I, yeah, I've Carly. got, I've got the, I've got the back okay. and forth right here. You do, do go, go, do Amy, it. Amy's like, I need to talk to you about Carly. He says, uh, she's not my sister. She's my stepsister, and she's already called me asking about you. Did I tell you, or said, did you tell her that I told you that she has issues? And Amy goes, no. And he says, she thought that you knew about her, and since you don't know about her, she's gonna file a complaint against you, and you'd better watch out. Because she's got issues. What? She's got issues at the thing. <laughs> what does any of this mean? Uh, Amy asks what kind of issues she has, and Toby says, sleeping around issues. Uh, he says that she has sex with guys that she works with, guys that she works for, all kinds of guys. Wow. She's been in therapy since she was 13, but she never wanted to do anything about it. And then, and then isn't that when Amy's like, Amy's like, 
No, I think that's Ricky. Toby goes, good luck. You're going to need it. And she says, good luck to you too, surviving Ashley. <laughs> it's funny to um, me, by the way, that Toby has like a more pleasant, friendly relationship with Amy with than Amy he does than with Ashley his girlfriend. <laughs> that he has with Ashley or she Ashley has with Amy. Or, or that Ashley has with literally anyone. Anyway, it's the morning and Who's Ricky Griffin? walks up to Amy. Huh? Hmm? Who? What? Um, it's the morning and Ricky's like, I wanted to talk to you, but you were pretending to be asleep. I'm mad that you took John with you when you spoke to Car Lady. How did you even find her? And she's like, Google. And then like, friend is like, first of all, nice job knowing about Google, right? I Googled it. I did. I did the Google. Amy says something very bad, though, in this, which I don't know if you caught it, but she says, he's like, how, how did you find her or whatever? She's like, well, I Googled your friend to see what she looks like. And I wanted to see her in person. And the language that Amy just used, I googled your friend, like acting, like the implication of that line is that Ricky... That she thinks that Ricky was... It's, right, like, it's like, it's like a, sort of like subtly get, like digging in at him for, like... As opposed to being like, you, you've been victimized by a person. Right, I'm like acting like you. this was in any way something that he wanted to happen. Like... Yeah, not cool, Amy. That No, that, that really sucked. And then... Uh, Amy's like, she I just say saw, that, that Carly, she's huh? like, I just saw her on campus and I lost my mind. She's apparently car lady. If I remember correctly, texted Ricky and threatened to get a restraining order against Amy and, and John. John and John. And th- yeah, this is, Keep this that is where it's like, yeah, me. car, car lady's secret plan is to get the courts involved. Listen, your honor, let the records show that I did in fact have sex with him when he was 17. Dude, do you know what sucks, though? I, I wish that they had done that, though. I know, me too, right? It would have been good Be- to see Carly because, in prison. Because huh? there is fucking security camera footage of Carly going to have sex with him at the butcher shop. Good point. No, but there's no way that Bunny and Leo would let them do that. There's also, they probably also have security footage of, like, tons of people getting killed at the butcher shop. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you can look up the specific, f- I don't think that they're like- I think the police are like, like alright, like, let's get like, some, let's... Ev- they're, they're like, hey, we'd like all of your security camera footage always. Or what, do you think the police officers are like, the, the wonderful cops who we love in this episode are like, let's check the footage, and they like roll back and they see all the people getting bo- body bagged? And there's, oh, here's, okay, we'll ignore no, that, I, that's not part of No, this. I think that probably the way that it worked is Ricky would go, here's when this happened, and then and then they would go to that date and now find here's the footage what I'm of, it, of it. Why would you need to watch the tapes? You got the human tape, because Bunny watches the tapes every morning. That's not, that's hearsay, that's not evidence. That's <laughs> fine, Bunny remembers everything. You wouldn't trust anyway, Bunny. Uh, so, Ricky Amy, is mad, he like, he like, does this whole information chain he's like here you told toby and he's gonna tell ashley and ashley's gonna tell oh, the funny that always they know. do this and then yeah. he says what's wrong with you amy like are we seriously acting like amy is in the wrong here no, i actually yeah. don't know i couldn't tell if we were acting like amy was in the wrong here if we if if it was that ricky was being irrational i couldn't really tell honestly yeah. grace is eating toast and kathleen is here and she's like how is your date and then grace is like i didn't have a date i had curfew like a big baby and then She's like, is everything okay, Grace? And then nope, skip. Grace says, nope, that's not what happens. Mm-hmm. Kathleen goes, what? someone woke up on the wrong side of oh, the right. bed. But, but at, at least, least it was, it was your bed. Yeah, and then Grace says she's jealous of all the good-looking college girls that are surrounding Daniel protesting, Uh, you know, protesting liberals. You're missing some crucial lines here, dude. 
Okay, that happens sometimes. Sometimes Grace you can't says, get them all. Grace says, the guy I love is surrounded by blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, he, she said she said he loves him before. Remember, he said, you solved my puzzle, and now we can date. Remember? Right, but was that, hmm. I she guess said the, it, hmm. and it was true, I guess. Because the whole thing in that moment was that she, that she, she was, was trying like, to doing do it that despite, No, Jack. she was doing it despite Jack, and she still is. But I get, she's hoping, <laughs> yeah, I guess She's that's... hoping Jack is listening in. I mean, he probably is. So oh, that then, rules though, because that's like, like I, uh, she's saying, a, I love Daniel, and b, Daniel is surrounded by beautiful women that you're not allowed to have sex with, Jack. That's like yeah. a double blow. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So then Tom comes in when Grace leaves, and then he goes, "Can Milton come over for a play date this weekend?" And then she <laughs> goes, "Your boss, Milton. What does he want?" And then Tom, my goes, family. <laughs> he wants Rachel, and Kathleen goes, "He can't have Rachel. Rachel is your friend." And then Tom's just like, no, we agreed that she's going to marry him instead. Yeah, and he, he's like, uh, Rachel and Milton like each other. We just need to make sure that the kids like him, too. And that'll be easy. And then Kathleen goes, oh, honey, it's never easy to get out of a relationship. And then Tom sighs like, huh, why isn't my dumb mom understanding this incredibly normal situation? No, but check this out. It's kind of epic what, what the, the writer does, whose name I still can't remember. Jeffrey um, Rogers. It, because Kathleen says, it's not easy to get out of a relationship, and then it cuts to Adrian. It cuts to Marshall dead in the ground. <laughs> it, cuts to, it, cuts to, it cuts to Marshall dead in the ground. It's a three-way cut It cuts cut to the to golf Marshall. course where he's... Yeah. Uh, a tree has grown, and all the fruits are in the shape of Marshall's face. <laughs> a tree has grown out of the hole, and they're out cutting the it hole, down. Making it impossible to, to golf there. I don't know why um, we allowed this entire tree to grow. Adrian sees Ben asleep on the couch, and it's supposed to be like, is he, is he hungover? She fucking he, kicks him. She does kick. She, she loves him. She kicks so. Ben, who's asleep on the couch, and she goes, you have a room, you know. Like, what is wrong with her? Uh, well, she wants to fuck him, and she's mad that he's not doing that. Um, He says, like, he's like, are you pointing that out as my wife or as my roommate, he says. Um, yeah. And then she says, if you dr drank last night, Leah will kill you. And he's just like, I didn't. And then he runs out of the door because he remembers something. Yeah, by the way, like... She's like, are you asleep? Were you passed out of the couch from drinking? He's like, no, I was just out late. Like, was he out until like, how fucking yeah, dead he was seems he when like he got home that he couldn't but... walk the like 10 extra steps to his room? Well, you know, he, I don't know. I mean, I guess he had to drag a completely wasted Nora somewhere. That yeah, we'll spoilers. Say in a second. Uh, so Adrian, uh... By by the way, oh yeah, we we I, we didn't actually say this yet. When Adrian's like, "Your dad'll kill you if you got drunk again," he says, "I'm pretty sure my dad's gonna kill me anyway." And like, if if Leo acted like this was Ben's fault in any way, that would be pretty fucked up. So probably uh, Leo will absolutely act like this is Ben's fault. Yeah, probably. In the so next Adrian episode. leaves for school, and then Ben looks at his watch, and he funny freaks out, and he runs out the oh, door also because wow, he's gonna be late. Get up for school, um, you're gonna be late. So Aaron's then it cuts to a note that says these words says sorry dad and betty i didn't know where to put her it's not my fault i did not drink love ben yeah did you um, say what that was of, it was a note on a person and yeah it was stuck is, to nora's it, arm yeah it's stuck to nora's arm and then she's laying in ben's bed and like leo wakes her up and she's like borgovich industries how can i help you that's funny and then it's hilarious she she god she, she's like I, I promise i didn't sleep with ben oh god why would she say that why does Brenda's show do this? Why do they do this? They love to do this. 
Uh, it's so, like the writers of the show genuinely don't see anything wrong with implying or making jokes about adults having sex with minors. It's really weird. I don't it's understand it. And she's like freaking out. She's like, oh, God. Oh, God she like realizes what happens. She's like, oh, she's God, like, I got I had... drunk. I've been sober for two years. Oh, no. And Leah's like, I'll have my driver take you home. And she goes, but I have work in an hour. Work. And he's like, we'll don't talk I? later. Please. Yeah, it sucks. It's and he implied goes, that she's going to get fired. He goes, we'll talk. Like, is he going to fucking fire her for for drinking? That's No employee at a job has ever shown up to work hungover in a history. Listeners, if you've ever done it, you should also probably just quit. She, you... she didn't show up drunk, though. Work is in an hour. I mean, it may also be the fact that she showed up drunk and in his house. <laughs> no, I mean, well, that that was Ben's doing. Ben I know brought her Ben's to his doing, house. I but but yes, that would be fucked. It'll be like fucked this up. Is, this, Ricky... That's the thing, though. This is a weird situation. But also, they like they have this personal relationship. I mean, like they they're well, I eh... whatever. He, anyway. Like he he like her son is like a second son to him, or a first son to him. But um, they have like this personal close relationship. So I don't think it's that horrible. Fair. Just like the idea of like my my assistant and friend who is a recovering alcoholic fell off the wagon. And now I'm going to fire her. Like, that's horrible. Yeah, it's pretty great that Ricky, that Leo is a piece of shit. And anyway, now, he leaves and is... then Nora, like, pulls out her Alcoholics Anonymous chip and, like, cries and realizes, like, this is... how much of a, yeah. This is, my cool teen moment's not the scene. Is it the acting? It is the acting, because, like, this is a rare instance of, like, her acting is really good and the, like, emotional aspect of it, like, what's actually happening Usually when I'm crediting someone for their good, like, sadness acting, it's, like, super unearned because it's, like, a complete, like, contrivance of a reason like for a them baby to be crying and no screaming. Reason. But, like, yeah. recovering alcoholic relapses and gets very drunk is, like, a thing that happens. Yeah. And Anne Ramsey is doing very good acting, and that's good my job, Anne Ramsey. Um, so then Miss O'Malley's just like, I appreciate your help. Uh, the problem Wait, is resolved so itself. I, I, actually, I, have a, I actually have a lot to say about this. Oh, man. Okay. Because the she she's like crying and looking at her AA chip, and my question is: Is this the way to handle the issue of underage drinking on a show for teenagers? No, not at all. Because, I don't know why like, they did it this way. It's on the one hand, it's kind of like no. I guess they're, if, they're showing teens what alcoholism is does. Right. To this you, is I guess. this is what like a lifetime of drinking can do to you. Like like addiction can happen. Like if you turn to alcohol as a way of dealing with your problems, like this can this could happen to you but i feel like this would maybe like resonate more as a thing that can directly impact a teenage viewer if they were willing to like put in the time and effort to show one of the teenage characters going through it themselves yeah rather than just being like well well we, we got an alcoholic the character the, on the show the already the well. show literally cannot make uh like relatable teen drama so they have to make relatable adult drama to them right like if That's the goal the of the show is do. to like handle real issues that teenagers face I don't think that this is going to connect as well with a hypothetical at-risk teen. Be like, especially, like, if you're a teenager watching this, it's it's very easy to be like, oh, well, she's, like, 35 years older than me. Like, I'm not. That's that's not that's me. Fine. I'm, I'm just fine. drinking a little. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it feels like they tried to do, like, teen drama writing for, like, a like a minute to teach a lesson but they i don't they know they failed it doesn't so, really land to me miss o'malley just goes to basically inform amy and ricky that the problem has resolved itself yeah it's and, very cool it's like the dean was aware and a co-worker heard her through the walls and now she's been fired she's, and 
the fucking walls at her office are paper thin and she's there, done that this was to a like every teenager that she's interviewed, I guess. And also she's not in prison, which is very cool. Yeah, she, still, O'Malley's just like, still out. the college received your complaint and she has a record of complaints already and everyone can hear everything she says and everyone's already been reporting her and she was Hooray! only just now fired for it because this time it happened to a main character on the show. And then, and then and Ricky got like, in, so that's great. nice. Yeah, he's like, uh, what if I still don't want to go to college like I always planned on not going to? I'm and just Amali, kidding. I want to go yeah, now for like, some reason. Yeah, she's like, are you kidding after all the trouble that Amy went to? And then he goes, nah, <laughs> I am kidding. I just couldn't help myself. And he, the, His fucking smug face was pissing me off. God, it made me so mad. The face when he's I, like, I, I really guess, hate I Ricky guess sometimes. girls can't masturbate, huh? That's yeah. like the kind of face that he's making. Yeah, um, and then he's like... He's like, it's not very like, often that good things happen to me, and Amy's Amy. standing right outside, and she goes, thanks yeah. a lot, hey. and then Ricky leaves and thanks O'Malley and on the way out, and, and he does big kiss of Amy, and that's Brendavision. That's Brendavision. So that's the end of the episode. Let's do some hey, questions. who are your favorite yeah. and least favorite characters this episode? Favorite character, probably... Fuck, dude. Uh, this is a hard one. I don't know. Uh, like... Man, Nora bummed me out, but her acting was good, but, like... Mine was Amy, Amy was... for getting Carlady arrested. But she didn't get Carlady arrested. She didn't do anything. My she least favorite character was Carlady for failing to be arrested. Be... Huh? But she didn't do anything. Car- Carlady was was fired for other reasons that had nothing to do with Amy. No, 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 no that's not true. O'Malley says that, that the college received Amy's complaint, and because they okay, already fine. had a record of complaints against her, they fired her. One step in the right direction. Amy's favorite, least favorite is... Gotta be Carlady. Yeah, like, Carlady was barely in this episode is my issue. It seems unfair to keep giving it to Carlady, even though she doesn't No, it doesn't. It. She's a fucking criminal. I mean, she's a criminal, but she was, like, barely in it. I know, but was she not the worst person in the episode? I mean, I it's it's so. your it's your choice. If you, if you want to give it to someone else, then by all means. I mean, like, the thing is, it's like, who do you enjoy the least to see, you know? Yeah, I mean, I if that's if that's how you want to interpret the question, that's fine. Yeah, I guess it's Carlady. It doesn't have to be. The, no, it's fine. I just, I just, I just think it's boring to give it to Carlady tw- twice in a row. Well, then the show should fucking stop putting Carlady on the show. Hopefully, they will. If Carlady ever comes back, I'm going to be so pissed. I, <laughs> I don't think she ever comes back. Let's do some questions. If yeah, you if have, have a question, question, you can send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com/slash/ask. Here's a question that says, if you could add a character from another piece of media into the Slotiverse, who would it be and how would they fare in this tough teen world? Hmm. Who's a character that could improve the environment? I gotta go Mr. Feeny from Boy Meets World. <laughs> I gotta go Mr. Teens some lessons. I gotta go with Mr. Rogers. Okay. I think I think he could also, I think Mr. Feeny and then Mr. Rogers could really both Have you straighten ever- these characters. Have you ever watched Mr. Rogers? I've seen a, I've seen a Roger or two. Have you? Was he problematic? No, I'm just curious. Oh, I you're younger I've, than me, I've, and I've never watched Mr. Rogers. I mean, you know, it's, you know, sometimes you just watch Mr. Rogers. Okay, that's that's fine. I just didn't know. I don't know. It's Mr. Rogers. Can you can you imagine? Okay, here's the thing. Alternate alternate one. Check this out. Ready? Okay. Kazuchika Okada. And whenever, whenever Ben, well, he's a wrestler, and whenever Ben, and this is to answer uh, Destry Hawk's question, whenever Ben d- said something shitty, he would come out and give Ben the Rainmaker, okay. and then Ben would go to sleep for a really long time. He gets wrist control. He, Yeah, that's actually how he does it. He grabs your wrist and then pulls you in for a big punch. So that, so you actually nailed it, right? Like Kazuchika Okada I've, would nail I've, Ben. I've heard some jokes from Eddie and Brooks. 
about okay cool i got <laughs> i got Ronald into Tarly to, rainmakering his son i got into new japan pro wrestling if you couldn't tell in the last week you mentioned it it to rules. me off, off not for the podcast fans send me some wrestling questions and i'll fail to answer them because i don't know much about wrestling yeah Anonymous says, what is one real teen issue that Secret Life has tackled the best? <laughs> what about the worst? Uh, I, I'd, have to, I'd have to say abortion. Remember when, when Adrian, I don't know, changed her mind? Worst Fuck, man, or best? I, hmm. Worst? Probably, dude, the first time Jack had a, I, I swear to God, teen drinking. Because, like, cut out the Nora stuff and, like, both of these teens were like, okay, I've, I'll never drink again. <laughs> And they just, like, quit uh, it out of nowhere. The messed up thing is I'm inclined to say that drinking is the issue they've handled the best because they're so... No, I, I guess it. it's STDs. STIs, I whatever guess, you want to call I them. I guess, but, like, the whole thing was like, yeah, I guess so. It, the, the, the ultimate lesson that they learned was that you should just get tested. It's not a big deal. It's better to know Fair. than not know, and you shouldn't have they sex did it if so you don't poorly, know whether though. you have any STIs. Yeah, and then the worst one was abortion, for sure. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Another question. I mean, so we could just say the worst one is pregnancy in general. Pregnancy and sex and abortion. Yeah, it's sex, dude. It's sex. Yeah, sex. What are we saying? What am I t- Yeah, sex and all the things that results branch off of it. But Here's sex is covered says, with quality over quantity. Yeah. Anonymous says, so we know that Shailene was the biggest star to come out of Secret Life. Who in the cast do you think should have gotten bigger? Are you surprised by any particular actor not making it big? Now, I'm surprised that that uh, that this uh, Molly Ringwald uh, lady didn't go anywhere from the show. But actually, in reality, I, I think hmm? I get it. I'm not. I'm not surprised that that Shailene was the biggest star, and I think it. Uh, man, I don't know. I kind of wish that Francia Raisa got more roles booked. Well, I she guess. she has she has an active. She career has a career, but like, but not like Shailene Woodley. You know? Well, I mean, no, she's in a lot of TV shows that are fairly popular. She's just yeah. not in movies. I guess so. So I guess yeah, Francia Raisa did movies. Her, her career's too, doing well. Who? Francia Raisa. Oh, I thought you said. I thought. I thought you said someone else. Uh, yeah, I guess we both, I guess we got what we want from this then. Um, hmm. I would say, I think, I think Megan Park could be in more stuff. I think she's good. Yeah, fair. She's pretty good. She's, Although she's she, she seems to be more into like directing stuff now, which is yeah. cool. Which good for her. Yeah. Last one. Here's one. It says, Ava Anonymous here. For a portion of the first season of filming, Shailene had to wear a back brace because she had scoliosis. I think I'd we've had this, this was... one before. Yeah, maybe. Because I knew this, this already. Why... But here's a new facet. I'd assume this is why Amy wasn't showing for a while. Or maybe it explains her crazy outfits. I like both of these. They were like... That explains well, we why her the... scarfs were just draped over her back. Draped over her back. And also why she was wearing that, like, football gear all the time. <laughs> Night, Amy. I I love the way you look in those hockey pads. I'm I'm glad her back is okay. Uh, Good for her. Is that our questions? That's all of them. All right. Uh, Thank that's you for sending do it me questions. Twitter.com slash jurgenit. Jurgenit.tumblr.com. Twitter.com slash posi stresses me. Twitter.com slash bradipus rexes jordan. We have a Discord that you can find the link on any of our episode posts. We have a patreon at patreon.com slash jurgenit where one dollar gets you a, a mildly special role on our discord ex- and access to all of our bonus content which is our readings of the secret diary of ashley jurgens our fan fiction readings our episode commentaries and currently the circle jerg in which we watch and discuss the just say me masturbation episode once a week every week until the viewers we let us stop Glenn Beck last week he didn't respond yet sorry I said last week we emailed Glenn Beck, but he didn't respond. Yeah, he has yet to get back to us. Um, we are we are coming up on week ten, which could perhaps be the last week. We are gonna put up a, put a patron poll and see what people want us to do. Five more weeks or stop? Uh, we'll see. 
we'll see. Come on, make the right choice, patrons. Whatever you believe. What, that what do you be. believe to be the right choice? Me? Yeah. I think it would be funnier if we had to keep going. I don't like it, but I also <laughs> think it would be weak if we stopped after ten episodes. I I agree. And also, that means that we weren't that funny. Right. That, that's the thing. More. I I would be like. Oh, cool. I don't have to watch this episode anymore, but man. Oh, man. I, people didn't like this. That sucks that nobody liked it. I like the Circle Jerk a lot. I, I do like it. I hate watching the episode, but I think the, the episodes, the stuff the that Circle comes Jerk out of episodes it is funny. are pretty funny. Hey, thank our patrons and finish the Patreon spiel. Yes, $5 gets you a pretty special role in our Discord and a shout out in the podcast. $10 gets you a super special role in our Discord that lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it. You can get a shout out in the podcast. You can make me and jordan say anything you want in ben voice asmr optional no message this week or ever what a shame what a shame you're leaving money on the table this is your money that you're wasting it's, i'll tell you jordan it's probably because i stopped offering to say racial slurs but i am very glad that i managed to get we, through that what without if we anyone make taking up, us up racial on slurs it. for races that don't exist <laughs> right um uh Thank our patrons. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to think if there were any funny f- fictional racial slur sounding words. I don't want to tread on that ground. Nobody nobody wants that. I was like, that's not a bit that we should do. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. Thank you to our 10 $5 subscribers Stephanie B., Valerie W., Destryhawk, H. Cave, Stephanie Ruff, The Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all so very much. Thank you. We would also like to thank our podcast network at noisespace.xyz. I said this out of order. You can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com, which is on noisespace.xyz is where that goes, uh, where you can find other such wonderful podcasts as... Pitch Tuning Fork. <laughs> I, 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 I goofed it up. It's the Pitch Homestar, I mean called... the stick. Politic, I mean, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to die. The Sex in the City, po- I mean, uh, 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 City Girls Make Do. Anim, Anim, what is that one called? Anim, I mean, uh, the Wonder Yerks. And that's all of them. You know, sometimes we don't actually say what all the podcasts are, so that's actually maybe useful that we tell people that the Wonder Yerks is an Animorphs podcast and Fear Baiting is a horror movie podcast and, you know. There's actually a, a new, a new Noise Space podcast. Oh, uh, I, isn't it, a isn't the Ask Box? Oh shit, we actually, there's two new, there's two new podcasts. Oh shit, what's the other one? Well, there's, uh, proud, pod, fuck, podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. Oh, right! Hosted by Roy of the show, Roy Fuck Warlock. Roy Semper Funny, I guess now, friend fuck of you, Jack. The, friend of the podcast and, and guest of the podcast, Roy Semper Funny Podcast. On Twitter ban Roy. Um, His last name is Podcast. Which is a podcast about Mo, Mo Dao Zushi? It's like a Chinese anime about chairman, or no, what is it about? Marx? Is it about Karl Marx or is that something else? Fuck if I know. Grandmaster of a de- Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation is what it's called. I don't know anything about anything. Uh, and then the other new one is The Ask Box, uh, which is a, a sort of Tumblr history podcast. No, I just made up that it's the Karl Marx anime. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for listening. And as we always say, thanks, P-Dad. Crank it. Crank it, P-Dad. <laughs> Watch me crank that P-Dad. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.